0: G'day, my name's Braden French, and you're listening to Work Experience Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Sorry we're coming out a little late. The team and I had to report to the local clinic for random blood tests and urine samples. Don't worry, nothing too serious, just part of compliance with the International Podcast Federation, the IPF. They're kind of like FIFA, I guess, but they know way more about football and there's way less corruption. That's a little round ball joke for the you fans out there. Anyway, welcome. Uh, my name's Braden, cracking show today. We're going to have a deep dive into Youth Alpha. I've got a couple of different guests who are going to come on and share about their experience and understanding of this resource. And it's something that I've been suggesting and promoting to churches uh, for a couple of years now, since I first came across it in about 2014. And I thought we'd share that with you all as part of the audience. Youth Alpha, if you haven't heard about it, stick around. Uh, We're going to hear from Charlie and Naomi. And it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get to them, let's just check the emails. The inbox has actually been running hot the last few weeks. It's a real delight. And I am attempting to honor my commitment from last week's episode to actually reply to your emails. So thanks for sending them in. The first one was from Robin saying that the podcast wasn't available on the Samsung podcast app. Well, We are available on several apps including Pocket Casts, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. But if you are having technical difficulties, get in touch and we'll do what we can to resolve them. We do apologize for any glitches and we appreciate your patience. We got another email from Steve Mulk, a friend of the show who's been on a couple of times and we'll have to get him back again soon, I think. He was telling me that he dropped an Easter egg in his recent TV Black Box podcast. Now, any fan of the new Ron Burgundy podcast will have appreciated Mulk's Easter egg, and it got me thinking whether Easter eggs should be part of our podcast. So I have dropped in a few Humpty Dumpty Easter eggs into this week's episode for you to play along, maybe keep you tuned in when you're, you know, commuting to work and, your mind begins to wander about Ferrero Rocher Fairtrade Easter eggs and the other to-do lists. So I've sprinkled a few Easter eggs as we are approaching uh, that festive season. So I thanks, Malk, for the suggestion and the shout-out to Get Nasty. We always welcome correspondence via email or via the website or hitting us up in the comments section on our Facebook page as well. Just search for a Work Experience Podcast on Facebook. Right, now we are on the Eve of Surrender conference. I hope you will see us there. Don't forget, Friday night, 9.30pm, Surrender Up Late, hosted by yours truly with Seth, Justin and Joy. We are going to do what we can to record that and release it as soon as possible. In fact, if the recording doesn't go to plan, next week's episode could be very brief. That's all I'm going to say. But we hope to see you. If you're at Surrender, come up and say hi. I'll be sort of hanging out in the village most of the weekend. And we look forward to connecting and celebrating that terrific conference. Now, without further ado, we're going to have some top deck guests and some cream of the egg crop conversations about Youth Alpha. Listeners, uh, this week we're having a special look at a resource out there that I've been a big fan of, uh, Youth Alpha, and I thought, you know, I take our audience very seriously, so I thought we'd go straight to the top, straight to the top, the expert uh, on this uh, resource. So I'm really glad to welcome Charlie Burke to the podcast. Charlie, do you want to say hello to everyone?
1: Yeah, day, guys. I feel very um, over-described in that introduction. Um, But it's great to be on here and thanks for having me, Brandon.
0: Excellent. Now, well, let's clarify, what is your job? You've got a couple of jobs. Uh, What is your job, at least in relation to uh, Alpha?
1: Yeah, well, let me talk a a little bit about that. Um, Yeah, I'd been in in sort of next generational ministry for about uh, the last decade and, and had this really unique opportunity offered to me about coming up on two years ago now where I was invited to start working with Alpha Australia. And so my current role with Alpha is that I head up um, the youth space nationally. So working with all sorts of different um, denominations and churches and leaders around how we particularly equipping um, churches to engage the next generation around having a conversation about life, faith and meaning and and hopefully ultimately Jesus in and amongst that.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, shameless plug, what's the other hat you wear? Because I know you've got several roles.
1: Yeah, I'm doing a couple of juggling things at the moment. I would I would definitely say it's not sustainable in the long run, and I'm <laughs> I'm praying that God guides my way. But um, uh, so I also work with Churches of Christ in New South Wales as their state denominational leader. Um, and if things weren't probably busy enough, my wife and I are also planting a church in Western Sydney, um, in the heart of Blacktown CBD.
0: Just in your spare time.
1: Yeah, that's right. Just just for fun.
0: Fantastic, Now, Okay, let's. Uh, let's talk about Alpha because some of our audience will probably, their only experience is, uh, you know, back in the day, videos of the uh, yeah. Nicky Gumble, Nicky
1: and his one jumper.
0: That's it. And, you know, long, uh, long videos and then table chats. We've yeah. come a fair way since then, particularly in the youth space. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what, uh, what's currently, how Alpha uh, resources young people through that?
1: Absolutely. So, um, yeah, as you say, Brandon, um, many uh, people who have probably been in church for a little while would have heard of Alpha, I suspect, and, and probably um, conjure up visions of Nicky Gumbel, you know, looking straight at a video camera. Um, and, and for those who don't know what Alpha is, Alpha is really um, uh, eight to 13 sessions that invite um, sceptics or non-believers, pre-Christians, those who are young in their faith, those who are old in their faith, really to come together around asking the big questions of life, faith and meaning. And so it was kind of pioneered by a church called Holy Trinity Brompton, which is a church of England in the heart of London, um, probably about 30 years ago. And it initially started off as a discipleship tool. And then Nicky Gumbel, who is pretty well known now, he kind of thought, hang on, these, these are fantastic questions that I think a lot of people outside of the church are actually wrestling with as well. Um, a lot of those questions about meaning and suffering and is there more to life than this. And so that kind of underwent various iterations over the last couple of decades. Um, but we experienced a major facelift. Uh, oh, it must be about five, six or seven years ago now. I'm not getting my time frames exactly correct. Where we, we went a, a, underwent a big rebrand and actually went, if we're going to um, potentially be the front door for people to consider Christianity and who Jesus is, um, then we want to make sure that front door is really accessible. And so, um, we, we put a huge amount of resource into that. Um, that was also around the same time that, um, youth alpha was considered. Um, and I love kind of the genesis of that in that that was just a, um, a young passionate guy called Jason Ballard, who is actually now one of the hosts of youth alpha. Um, when he was in high school, he was going, I've got this great art and passion and, and wanting to share my faith with my friends, and he didn't quite know how to do that. And so he approached his youth pastor at the time, who is the now other host of Youth Hour for a guy called Ben Woodman, um, and said, help me. I'm trying to reach my friends. And, and Ben kind of was met with this reality of, oh, well, there's not actually much out there in terms of how do you empower a young person to share their faith. Of course, you can give them some practical tips and, and prayer and encouragement. Um, but they then approached Alpha in Canada and said, Hey, we've got this idea of how about we translate this, this great format of Alpha into almost like a TV series, um, that is highly engaging, um, very relevant, actually invites people in to have a conversation. Um, I think particularly this next generation is far less interested in monologue and more interested in dialogue around, around um, things of substance. And so, um, they were able to do that. They were able to approach donors, um, in Canada and, and, and put together this incredible resource that for those who have seen it, I'm sure you would agree that it's just world class in its production. Um, and that was the, the first version. So that was released in 2013. Um, and that was kind of a bit of a prototype, a bit of a how is this going to go, particularly within a Canadian context. And it actually went viral really in a sense within the Christian world because I think there was this great hunger, particularly within youth ministries, youth programs, um, how can we engage the next generation? And so because of that, um, in late 2017, Ben and Jason and the awesome team from, from Alpha Canada kind of released a second version um, that we're just seeing God put his hand on and, and wonderfully be used all around the world, but particularly with my lens being focused upon Australia. We estimate there's was probably about 30,000 young people in Australia that engaged. In a conversation about Jesus using Alpha last year, so we're just so excited by what God's doing through that.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. And and coming up uh, later this episode, we're going to talk um, to Naomi, uh, whose church is actually they're running Alpha and Youth Alpha in parallel uh, yeah, sure. over this term in the lead up to Easter. And so we're going to get a bit of a on the ground lens. But I mean, I I've set. I think I watched that first iteration you're talking about. About two thousand and thirteen or fourteen, probably got a free copy at a work conference. Uh, But then I last year I did uh, spend a couple of days watching this new one because you know we wanted to be able to resource local churches and and I think for me, there's you're absolutely right that the the original uh, vision is still there that that young people who have no or or limited experience of church and faith and this man Jesus, uh, this is a great. Like front door, I think you use, but also yeah. for youth ministries and, and small groups and discipleship groups. There's so much content in here that you can put it. Kids who have grown up in the church, who um, you know, even young adults who you know would identify and articulate their faith well. This is this is not a wasted venture for them to sit down as a group and totally. really chew over the questions.
1: Yeah, right. and I've been surprised in in my use of Youth Alpha before I was actually working for them. Because um, some of my journey in my involvement with using Alpha was that my wife and I, before we had kids, went on this big holiday around the world and we actually visited ACCB. Um, and I was probably like a lot of Christians and had heard of Alpha, thought it was this dated old British resource that who would actually use. Um, but then came back and because of, you know, visiting that church kind of catalyzed this, oh, I should check this out for myself. And I was I was shocked and surprised when I ran alpha courses. How many people have been church for, for maybe their whole life yeah. and never had the opportunity to ask some of those questions and seek some of the answers they've probably always been hungering for, but because of maybe some of the, the the makeup of a church they they'd never really actually come to discover for themselves. And so it was almost like for some people who had been Christians their whole life, it was almost like a a sense of renewal in their faith that so they were able to rediscover the Jesus who was at the core of the Christian faith for themselves yeah great,
0: alright now um, let's. we've got to get to the plug where are people going to find it?
1: <laughs> well it's super simple you just head to alpha.org.au and that takes us to the, the, the kind of main page but if you wanted to go to directly to the youth resource um, you're just going to do a backslash AYS on the end um, and I need to shamelessly plug because because one of the the, the things that people often ask about Alpha is what's the catch. The incredible thing about Alpha is there's no catch. It's 100% free. We don't ask for anything in return, apart from uh, to hear some of the great stories, maybe from time to time, of of young people engaging with the material, but it is 100% free. Alpha's great desire is to equip local churches around the world to be able to reach their communities, and we really believe that because the gospel's free, so Alpha should be. And so we don't ask for anything in return.
0: Yeah. And, and you, you, you jump on, and we'll drop that link uh, on the Facebook page or on the website. Uh, you, you jump on that link and you set up an account and, and all the materials are there. You just stream it um, in your church or at home, wherever it is. Youth pastors or ministers can check it out prior so they're brief. You're absolutely And it is such high quality in this age of, you know, streaming and video content on phones and stuff. Uh, the production quality uh, mirrors the message in a sense that this right. is really engaging. Charlie, thank you so much for your time, mate. Uh, we're really excited and we would love to hear from audience uh, who's engaging with Alpha, who who embarks on an adventure. We'd love to hear some uh, feedback from uh, our vast podcast audience as well about some of these good stories. So uh, Charlie Burke, uh, you've got three jobs to do today. Thank you so much for your time, mate. Uh-huh.
1: Right, and really appreciate your time and, and thanks, listeners, for listening.
0: Yeah, Charlie really is a 20 pack of Cadbury hunting Easter eggs, or as I call them, head crushers. And without any hesitation, we're going to jump into the interview I had with Naomi Keane. Naomi's the youth intern at my church, Gisborne Church of Christ, and so she had a pastoral responsibility to say yes when I asked her to join the podcast. I've got a very special guest today uh from the church i attend so uh once again we've got uh, a guest. me just calling in favors so naomi welcome to the podcast do you want to say hello to everyone hi
2: everyone
0: tell us- <laughs> oh that well they can't talk but generally the vibe is they're having fun when when working experience podcast is on they're having fun
2: okay
0: tell us a little bit about yourself
2: well, I'm the Youth and Young Ads Coordinator at Gisborne Church of Christ, and uh, yeah.
0: You're studying as well? I know that we're going to force you to tell us a bit more.
2: Okay, yes, I'm studying um, a Diploma of Ministry at Ridley College.
0: Excellent. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Now, uh, we're talking about Youth Alpha today, and mm-hmm. we're running that uh, program at Gisborne. And tell us a little bit, like, why, why is it something that you you thought was worthwhile to run at church?
2: I guess we see the need for the youth to be able to explore different questions around faith that they probably don't necessarily get a chance to um, and ask the really hard questions that maybe are a bit scary, but Alpha provides that place to ask those and to dwell on them and to kind of find answers. So that's why we chose it to give them that opportunity. Okay. Is it, is it working? Do you think like what's, uh, we're what halfway through halfway yeah through? we're week six i think tonight we week six tonight
0: okay and, and um you go yeah
2: i oh, know it's really good like the conversation has been great it's um they're thought-provoking questions that they have so it it's not just that question we answer we the youth kind of go oh what about this what about this and it's a really good conversation starter um at the very least yeah
0: Okay. And what does it look like? Like when people turn up tonight, what is their experience?
2: So we start with a meal. So everyone comes in and we eat together. Um, So it's probably the first 45 minutes just hanging out, chatting, catching up on the week, um, eating good food. Uh, And then we move into the video session and um, that's when the questions happen and you watch the the video. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you've got um, like a bunch of young people openly talking about these issues and questions of faith and life and purpose and meaning and stuff. What resources other than the video, like, is there a team there? Uh, Who's who's sort of holding that space? And and how are young people sort of equipped to participate and stuff?
2: So we have a leadership team. So we've got our youth leaders and some other people from the church who have put their hand up to help. Yeah. So they, I guess, facilitate it. So we're kind of split into three small groups um, as we're watching the video. And so we've got the team leader um, and then the helper. And so they're the ones that are, you know, prompting and encouraging the youth if they're, you know, not talking to try and talk or look at things a different way. Um, So, yeah, it's really about getting that that team um, to be aware of what's going on and trying to facilitate extra conversation um and so we get together and we pray beforehand and you know we'll have a good time um before yeah. the youth starts yeah yeah because i think when i first uh encountered youth
0: alpha and we're going back now 10 12 years it was still um that model of uh nikki gumbel who you know r- you know designed the course it was still his talks and then the youth part was a a cartoonish journal. And that was it, so same content as the adult course, but then there was a funky journal for young people because that's uh what the youth like but but since then the the course itself has come such a long way and been redesigned I think it's in its third or fourth iteration so uh people who aren't familiar with it, give us a snapshot what what's the content of the video look like like what are what are people engaging with
2: so it's pretty much the there's two key hosts um Ben and jason i think is his name and it
0: doesn't matter yeah
2: and they're traveling um to different places so they went to israel and they were talking about the cross and so there's just this very interactive um visual of what we're talking about um and then they'll interview people on the street like so the question we're going to answer they'll ask it to different people on the street and get all sorts of views so people or the youth are going oh so there's no right answer. I can just say what I think. Um, and, it, yeah, it's pretty groovy. They do lots of cool graphic stuff and
0: <laughs> it looks really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's really well produced, isn't it? Yeah, really well produced. And how much are you paying for it? It's free. Yeah. That's Absolutely free. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. And I guess if you can imagine, um, so you've got, you know, you're in this role at church and you've got this responsibility. Can you, can you think about what's next? In terms of, I get either strategically or relationally or whatever, we, there's this intense um, alpha process.
2: Mm. What do you think
0: next for participants and church and stuff?
2: Well, I guess for us, for youth, we, um, we do like a kind of a mini small group every Saturday night anyway. So I guess it's trying to make sure that we're not stopping these intentional conversations, but we're trying to carry them on um, for the youth that we're involved in Youth Alpha. But also putting in place and starting up connect groups so there's that extra um, contact during the week if they want it. Um, Obviously, not everyone wanted to join Alpha, but those who did um, are the ones that are really searching and really um, after something more. So it's about putting stuff in place um, so that they have that if they want it. Um, So, yeah, we'll do that through connect groups and um, our youth small groups, yeah.
0: Okay. And so it's been so helpful because often... We hear about new programs, new resources, and yet to hear from yourself, someone on the ground who's actually implementing this and, and seeing what it's like um, with real people, it's it's really helpful context. So I guess I mean we might be able to um, guess the answer, but would you recommend it? And and from your experience halfway through, what is you know, what are some tips or some some learnings that you've gathered already that you might pass on to say some of the audience who are interested in in a program like Youth Alpha or are considering it, what might you share with them?
2: Well, yes, absolutely. Recommend it. It's very good. I would recommend that you read over the extra questions that they give you. So there's a like a sheet that they would prompt around the video. And I definitely would read that beforehand because if you answer the question really quick and you don't know what else to ask, it's good to have stuff um, stored up there. Um, just to keep the conversation flowing and, you know, avoid some of those awkward silences. But also just have a really good team. Don't do it by yourself. Um, especially I found that having a varied team brings in all different life experiences and can really open the kids up in a different way because they've got a different person. They've got um, someone that they haven't talked to before who they're like, whoa, they've been through this. So um I think don't necessarily go, oh, I'll just use my youth team, but go out to the church and get other people who might be interested in it, yeah.
0: Yeah, great. I think one thing I heard there that might be new to a lot of audience is this idea of preparation. (laughs) Uh, We'll have to explore that, unpack that maybe in future episodes. Naomi, thank you so much. Uh, We might have to check in again down the track uh, after Alpha's been run, maybe uh, in next season, just to see what's happening since, what some of those outcomes and stuff. Would you be open to that?
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Naomi, thank you for joining us on the podcast this week. And we hope uh, the rest of the season goes really well um, up there at Gisborne. And, yeah, we look forward to getting in touch again soon.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Braden. See you, everyone.
0: Now, you may have heard some double up in those two interviews. That's on me. We actually spoke to Naomi first and then we caught up with Charlie. So any double ups is purely on me and scheduling issues. But thanks to Naomi uh, for sharing what that's like on the ground. We'd love to hear from youth pastors about what's happening in your community and what we can learn together. Uh, Not all churches have youth pastors, of course, so uh, we'd love to capture some of that learning and tips and, and wisdom. So if you're listening and you'd love to be on the podcast, please reach out to us. And send us maybe a Daryl Lee milk chocolate nougat egg, $7 a Woolworths, and we'd love to get you on. Now, friends, since the last episode, two significant things have happened that I wanted to mention now before we jump into the library. Of course, the school strike for climate happened last Friday, and we were there in the Melbourne crowd. Over 150,000 students across Australia took part. We're trying to track down a few students who attended and capture some of their response and hear what's next, so uh, look forward to that. Of course, we heard from Fatima and from the organising team, so we're touching base there and hopefully we'll have an update for you and some experiences. And of course, also the uh, tragedy in Christchurch happened that evening as well, and I simply don't have words, friends. I don't have wisdom. I don't have... a great way of engaging via a podcast, other than to say that our hearts extend to people of Christchurch and to all uh, Muslims in Australia and around the world who have been affected profoundly by this tragedy. And we have so much work to do as a nation here in Australia about mending our soul, about uh, welcoming others. And this is a tragedy and I hope that those who have been profoundly affected can find some peace in community, and family, in knowing that uh, the world stands with them and we stand against this sort of hate and violence. So uh, yeah, that's all we can offer here from the podcast and it's on behalf of the whole team to say that, uh, yeah, we hope that love will conquer and cast out hate. Now, uh, finally, we're going to jump into the library, which Someone pointed out via an email, the library's never had a sound effect, and that's primarily because we never thought to get one. And we're not going to start now because you know, we're well established, we're trending, uh, we, we're stuck in a rut now, so we're going to just turn to the library. We are halfway through an amazing text that we'll be bringing to you soon, uh, brought out by the Fuller Youth Institute. Uh, fans of the Green Book will know their works. And so that'll be coming up hopefully next week. But this week I wanted to talk to you about the Manga Bible. I actually have several uh, illustrated versions of the Bible. And I thought in the weeks where we don't have a text uh, to engage in the library, I could share with you some of my illustrated Bible. So this one's the Manga Bible, designed by Siku and Akin Siku. There are several versions out there, but. Literally, this is the entire biblical text from the beginning to the end, illustrated as manga comics, and it's a beautiful interpretation. We open with an illustration of Moses on the mountain, telling the the creation story and the Genesis story to his friends. We go through all the Old Testament heroes. There's some amazing black and white cartoons and manga images uh, through into... Uh, the stories of Jesus and his teachings, and right up to uh, some commentary on Revelation. And then there's some editor's notes at the end, some draft illustrations. It's a beautiful uh, text. It's a lovely, fun approach to the Bible. I think it really engages young people who have it, a f- you know, if they're a Pokemon fan, they will love the manga Bible. If they love manga animations, if they love cartoons, This is a really fun way to engage in the Bible, in the biblical texts. You can draw out for your Bible studies or even your Bible readings on Sunday mornings. You could uh, project some of the images and do your Bible reading there. So that's the Manga Bible. Mine is the edition brought out by Siku, uh, but there are others out there. A bit of fun in the library this week, teasing that next week's book is going to be a real belter. Uh, But yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And friends, finally, if you are interested in Easter eggs, then I suggest that you should buy your friends the 300 gram AFL/NRL Easter egg. It's large enough to crack on your head. It's available in your appropriate sort of affiliation to Australia's sports. And you know you can share with friends the chocolate isn't the greatest of qualities. I'm not sure that they're fair trade, so maybe I rescind my recommendation uh, in favour of seeking out fair trade options. But friends, uh, this has been the Easter egg special. Thanks again to Charlie and Naomi for joining us. And we look forward to speaking with you all next week on Work Experience Podcast.